The Guardian. Hello, I'm Alexis Petridis. And I'm Kieran Yates. This week, it's our Glastonbury preview. We'll be talking about our highlights and hopes for the weekend. We'll hear from Tim Jones, who's already on site to oversee the festival's opening. There's a live track from Malayan singer Rukia Traori. And we'll be reviewing three more tracks in Singles Club. That's all on Music Weekly from The Guardian. We're joined by Rebecca Nicholson. How are you, Rebecca? Hello, I'm very well, thanks. Good, good. I'm pleased to hear it. Um, we are obviously doing these three special podcasts from Glastonbury going out over the weekend, uh, reviewing all the day's music and all the backstage chatter, it says here. I would like to be on one of them, you, just you're to prove more than welcome. You, that I'm not always drunk at festivals. Because is, is that your reputation? I didn't well, know that. because the last the time, one the Coachella one, like... it sounded like me and Tim Jones were absolutely hammered. And I swear I wouldn't come up with this excuse because it's just so ridiculous. But they'd, toned, they'd pitched down... Uh, we'd been chopped and screwed <laughs> and it sounded like we were really wasted you can't get drunk at Coachella if no, we tried no. to we couldn't without uh, like getting an overdraft I mean, first it just, it, it just, and I wasn't really drunk it was like, a, like ketamine as well like, yeah. wow, <laughs> so wow, I can wow. confirm right now that we Happy weren't drink. on ketamine and I'd like to do a bit of the podcast to prove that I can go to a festival and not sound like I'm off my face two years ago well, no three years ago now we did a podcast from Glastonbury and um, I was so pissed. I was so pissed. It was getting put back and put back and put back. And I was like, stood back today, oh, I'll just have another drink. And yeah, all my friends are here, you know, chatting on. And by the time we came to do the podcast, I was like, hey. Um, Sometimes I think, I, I did an interview that was a similar thing. It was supposed to be at nine o'clock in the evening. It was Frank Ocean, actually. It was a mm-hmm. phoner. It got put back and it got put back and I'd had a couple of glasses of wine at mm. home. By the time I spoke to him, I was probably on my way to being quite pissed. It was great. Did it go really we well? We had a lovely chat, yeah. Really? You see, probably, you see, it breaks down all those... Ba- it's brilliant, we should do everything drunk. I would normally be, yeah. yeah. You're just having a normal conversation with somebody rather than, oh my God, you know, I'm interviewing So enthusiastic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was teasing, he was saying, oh, I might not do another album. I was like, well, you better. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. So, okay, well, that's going to be our modus operandi. We'll just get pissed. For the entirety of Glastonbury, everything we're going to do drunk. Uh, before we depart, obviously, in the uh, Guardian's VW camper van, we shan't be drinking before we do that. Obviously, we'll be driving safely. Uh, let's find out. What are you looking forward to, Kim? I'm excited for Solange and uh, Public Enemy. Mm-hmm. And under uh, your advice, I'm going to also check out Rolling Stones for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And yeah, but I think it all looks good. All the kind of dance stuff looks quite good. I am I am uh, drawn away from the main stage at Glastonbury. I would rather go and see. I, I wouldn't rather go and see Fuck Buttons and the Rolling Stones. I don't want to see the Arctic Monkeys. No. Uh, Portishead are clashing oh, with Sheik, unfortunately, oh, I believe, no. which is a bit of a bit of a. Uh, and you know who I'm quite keen to see? Mumford. And I'll tell you for Who why. Because I've never seen them. And, you know... I think I saw them last Glastonbury, actually. Did you? I'm just sort of intrigued to see how it all works live. It's you probably know? rousing. I'm sure it is. Um, <laughs> good radio face. Good radio face. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, I mean, I, you know, it might be good. But lots of people uh, who I respect have told me that uh, Mumford are actually really good live. And, yeah. you know, maybe that's where it all sort of comes into its own. They are a global phenomenon. You know, it's sort of, I think it's good. It's not Beyonce, though, is it? It's definitely not Beyonce. No. There's not really a Beyonce-like person, is there? Well, she's sort of similar in that she's a sister. They have (laughs) genes, yeah. How good would it have been if Kanye had headlined this year? Amazing. Kanye, Daft Punk. Yeah. But instead, oh, it's Monkeys, Mumford and Sons and the Rolling Stones. It's very bandy this year. Mm. Bandy. 
bandy. <laughs> what is it like? <laughs> like an old man. Just a bit bandy. Just a bit bandy. <laughs> this is the kind of high-level musical analysis and discussion you can expect, my friends, when The Guardian goes... <laughs> When the Guardian fetches up at Glastonbury, I bet you can't wait. I bet you're tuning in. The BBC, a lot of coverage. A lot of coverage on the BBC. Oh. Yeah. So even if you're not there, you can join. There's like three million. There was some article on the Daily Mail was very cross. Mm-hmm. BBC sends three million people to Glastonbury. <laughs> or, you know, there's people there to hold Lauren Laverne shoes and stuff like that, apparently. Or yeah. Whatever. But, um, They're but doing loads. They're doing loads. They're live streaming six stages. Um, wow. Yeah. They're doing it on PC, mobile, tablet, and connected TV. Of course they're doing it PC. Yeah. It's the BBC, <laughs> the hive of PC. Um, I believe this is a Guardian-branded podcast. <laughs> I don't think we're in a position to um, talk. No, this is very true. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. It's going to be huge this year. They're doing wow. it Olympic style. Olympic I think style. it's even going to be on the one show. Yes, somebody said somewhere that Chris Evans is going to be introducing bands on the main stage. On the Friday, right? On the Friday, right which the is nothing, because mm. I, my, Mrs. Petridis prefers to listen to Radio 2 yeah. in the morning. I don't know if you, you people, you young people, you're probably not up at, at, at 6.30 in the morning, as I am, because I have small children. Chris Evans on the radio at 6.30 in the morning, it's the most appalling sound you've ever heard. He's like <laughs> a sort of... supposed to be very good. Oh, it's oh no, it's, it's like... Uh, He's like a terrible local radio DJ gone sort of bananas. So he plays all these crazy sound effects all the time, like Tarzan going, oh, 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 oh. Um, and uh, honks a horn. It's just, you know, 6.30 in the morning, that's not what you want. I realised I'd crossed the 30 barrier quite convincingly when um, I tried to listen to Nick Grimshaw's show. And I pre- I think he does a good thing I think yeah, for his audience, but it was a racket. Really, was it complete? Do you have no idea just, what was going on? Just stop shouting, everyone stop shouting. This is all going very well, talking about Glastonbury. Let's wrap this up. Um, Tim Jones is so excited about Glastonbury. He's already gone. He went yesterday. Uh, And it's from there that he sends us this report. Thanks, Alexis. Well, I'm here in Pennard Hill campsite at Glastonbury. Uh, Glamorously, we're sat around a portaloo. Uh, the reason being, we wanted to know why people came early on a, on a Wednesday and then ended up setting their tents up right next to the toilets, which is probably the worst spot. So we had a word with a few uh, punters to see what their thinking was. I'm, I'm Hannah. I'm Jordan. Eamon. Julie. If it says come on the Wednesday, you're going to come on the Wednesday, basically. Any reason to start drinking now? So you said you wanted to get a good camping spot, but you're camping right next to the toilets. Some people say that was like the worst camping spot possible. So what's the thinking there? Is it easy access? or? Um, actually, because we come on the coach, it was such a far walk that most of the good camping spots had actually gone anyway by the time we got here. This is the only like big space we could get where all like five of us could camp together. The, the, the smell of the methane from the cow fields is bad. That's better. Okay. (laughs) Who are you here to see? I think I heard you say rudimental. Um, uh, Two Door Cinema Club is the one. Um, Peace, I want to see. Obviously, the Romans don't want the kids to bring any special guests. Primal Scream, even though they've only got an hour. Two Door Cinema Club for me, that's my favourite band. But I really want to see the Staves as well, because I saw something they did on Jules Holland, I thought it was pretty cool. And Local Natives, that's really. uh, And the Stones, of course, yeah. How do you think the Stones will go down? I mean. They're getting on a bit. Do you think they'll be able to uh, cut it? Yeah, they'll cut it. They'll, they'll be absolutely amazing. It'll probably be my last time seeing them when they're all together. And is Wednesday night a big night to go out and kind of party or, or are you going to try and pace yourselves throughout the weekend? 
definitely going to party tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're having a, a bit of a chill today. I must say, normally I go on my own, and we're, uh, by now I wouldn't be able to talk. <laughs> so the wife's here this year, so I'm having to behave. So chill night, I think, tonight. Is that true, Julie? Yeah. Are you keeping him on a tight leash? Yeah, I am. He would be absolutely paralytic by now. And to be honest, doing an interview with you guys, you wouldn't have been able to do it last year or the year before because you wouldn't have understood the bloody word he was saying, to be honest. <laughs> so there you go. It's only Wednesday, but people are still clearly in the mood to party. So the weather here at the moment has been absolutely glorious. It couldn't really be better. It's sunshine, uh, not absolutely baking, so you don't get sunstroke, but uh, just, you know, beautiful sun. A lot of people are worried about whether it's going to rain because you always worry about that, Glastonbury. There's a forecast for a little bit of drizzle on Friday and Thursday, but basically, why listen to a trained meteorologist when you can listen to a music journalist who's had three pints of cider? So basically, what I would say is throw your wellies away, no one needs wellies. Just bring some trainers, you'll be fine. Don't worry about it. That's my advice. And if I'm wrong, then, well, I'll see you in the mud bath. That was Tim Jones reporting from the Glastonbury Festival a day too early. I'm sure we'll be hearing more from him in the next few days. <laughs> It is time, as ever, for Singles Club, where we review three new songs. Rebecca, guess first. Let's hear your choice. That is a Waxahachie. Waxahachie, did I get that right? I think so, yeah. Fantastic. I like to bring in difficult to pronounce. Ladies. Yeah, 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 yeah. We were, last last week was just a, a, a guy from Phosphorescent. How do you pronounce it? Matthew Hook. You know, <laughs> turned his head south. Anyway, um, Waxahachie, uh, coast to coast. Yeah. Um, tell us about Waxahachie. Waxahachie is a lady, an American lady called Katie Crutchfield. Mm-hmm. This song is the sound of my youth. Why is that? It's just, it just sounds like everything I listened to on my Walkman when I was 13, like what kind 14. Of so like the Breeders and the <laughs> Lemonheads yeah, and yeah, all of that yeah. kind of, like yeah. slightly kind of grunge pop, grunge pop stuff. Mm-hmm. Even things like Veruca Salt, who I loved, and who have just recently reformed. I think there's probably three people who are really excited about that, <laughs> and I'm one of them. But yeah, it reminds me of tapes that I listened to on my paper round and that kind of thing. And it's really short, which I always approve of. I like it. I like a short song. Yeah. I love a short song. I like a... Uh, Short song in a gig, early gig. Yeah, me too. I went to a couple of weeks ago. It was in the Yoko Owner. She was on at 7.30. She was off by 9 o'clock. It was amazing. I was back in Brighton by half <laughs> 10. It was, it was fantastic. Um, I really like that. Um, summary, um, I'm unaware of um, Katie Crutchfield. Although I do like the sound of her previous band, who were called P.S. Elliot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like a pun. That's get, with her twin sister, I think. There's okay. two of them, but this is just her. Okay, no, I'm, I like that a lot. It's a breezy, um, as you say, yeah, very redolent of that kind of slight pre-grunge era of American alt-rock, uh, like the Lemonheads and, um, and the Breeders and people like that. Kieran. Yeah, I liked that it was such a sunny homage to a lost relationship, you know, and uh, it kind of has all those characteristics of 
I guess the female experience and I think a lot of the at the moment there's lots of kind of female pop artists that are either kind of very melancholic and sad or very kind of Taylor Swift we're having fun everything's great and this kind of I think taps into both of those experiences of being like a bit sad discussing it but also having lots of fun in the video I think reflects both of those things as well lots what's, of, what's sun, the, lots of the sun and water sun and water, sun and water. Sun and water. yeah marvellous um, it. it's good that's great um, they're playing uh, a Rough Trade East on the 1st of July and at Rough Trade West on the 2nd of July. Let's move on to Kieran's choice. That's ASAP Rocky featuring Danny Brown, Kush Coma. Um, what's this, a new single, a forthcoming single? What's the, what's the dealio? What's the dealio? <laughs> Listen to me. Dad gets hip. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is a single, and I think it's going to be on Danny Brown's forthcoming album. So Danny Brown is a Detroit rapper. He's been calling, causing kind of lots of heat over the last few years. He's got a really close relationship with ASAP Rocky. His debut album, Triple X, was kind of very critically acclaimed in rap circles uh, he's like a big grime fan and then he did a collaboration last year with a grime producer called Darky Freaker called Blueberry Pills and Cocaine and he's yeah I mean he's a big deal if you're a rap fan mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. short um, and this was this is good I like this because um, despite being called Kush Coma which refers to being in a weed adult uh, coma from, like, from smoking so what, much um, what Kush was Kush is a very potent strain of marijuana even Miley Cyrus is at it these days. What, what? Allegedly. Really, what? Um, has, she, has she been popping Molly? In her single, yeah. Look, she says just... dancing with Molly. Wow. It's just probably it's probably just her friend Molly. Yeah, it probably is. Probably. Yeah. Molly Ringwald. Um <laughs> anyway, um so uh Kush Coma. Yes, but so I I kind of like this because it's that different side to smoking, which kind of if we think of G Funk being it very slowed down, this hazy era of hip hop um kind of smokers of like Dre mm. and, you know, Tupac kind of smoking and being like Really like, wow, or whatever. This is this is <laughs> yeah. just kind of like yeah, they, they were very like that, weren't they? That's yeah. what I used to think. Thank yeah. you, thank yeah. you. Uh, this is this is this kind of era of, of taking drugs and smoking weed, which is far more like Adderall and MDMA fueled, which they'll talk about in their songs. Mm-hmm. And so that kind of what's Adderall? <laughs> Adderall is a prescription drug that you take, and it it kind of has similar effects to MDMA. Does it it's speedy, isn't it? Yeah, it's like it's like speedy makes you rush. But you know, Chuck D has that great quote, and he always talks about how. Hip hop always follows the drug of choice, and his was the crack era, and then obviously G Funk was, you know, the weed, weed, weed. era. Yep, and, and now we're the in the era kind of, of Adderall. Um, yeah, MDMA Blue and, and Adderall. Yeah, this sounds a bit more panicky than that. I, I like had a bit too much. Like, yeah. Kush. No, he might need to have a sit down in a quiet dark room. Mm, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but yeah, I like. Let's put a bit G Funk on. <laughs> chill, chill him out. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's got all, it's got all those like characteristics of um, trap. Kind of trap rave, trap electronica, and it's you know pitched down, got lots of samples. You know this by now. We've brought lots in. Indeed, You're indeed, indeed. Rebecca. Yeah, I mean, as I was saying, it's kind of panic attack inducing. Mm. It made me feel very stressed out. Yeah, um, and made kind me feel quite stressed out. And yeah. it, it felt a bit. I sometimes feel like ASAP Rocky. I kind of like the idea of him, but there haven't been many songs that I've gone back and listened to repeatedly. I don't ever feel mm. like he quite gets to 
greatness or anything like that. Oh, I, was, I, I disagree. I thought there was, there was kind of lots of good stuff on that album. I don't think it was too long and yeah. it wasn't as good as he said it was because he said it was going to cause bring about world peace. Um, <laughs> Did like it overselling. not? No, no, oh. weirdly, no. And then, it all, you know, next thing you know, what do you know, it all kicked <laughs> off in Syria, um, despite the best efforts of ASAP Rocky. Um, but no, I thought it was, I think the track with Santa Gold on that is brilliant. Yeah. Um, there's loads of good tunes on that album. I, I disagree. I found this a bit, uh, a bit much. A bit much. frenetic. It was all a bit. Uh, but maybe I should need. Maybe I should uh, pop an Adderall, and I would. Yeah, exactly. uh, I would, I would Don't do that. Get, not what, not what an Adderall. Happen? I think that would make you worse. Really, really. Should, I feel like I'm prescribing you what you should be. DMT. DMT. <laughs> I no, don't even do. know what that is. I know what DMT. Is. <laughs> um, um, so I thought it was a bit much. Rebecca thought it was a bit much. Kieran liked it. What do you think? Leave your comments as ever at guardian.co.uk forward slash music weekly. That's Kush Koma by Danny Brown featuring ASAP Rocky. Um, that'll be around and about on the internet if you want to find it. Finally, it's my choice. <laughs> That uh, is Grumbling Fur, and the track is called uh, Tilda Holds a Sword and Lilies. It's a track from a compilation album uh, put together by The Outer Church, The Outer Church is a club night in Brighton that deals in sort of quite out there electronica. Um, they've had sort of people like Hacker Farm playing there. They've also had, I think, people from uh, of a more hauntological, if you want to use that word, bent, uh, like um, Pi Audio, Pi Corner Audio and people like that playing there. They've put two CD compilation out, uh, front, called Front and Follow, on Front and Follow rather. And that's a track from it. I know nothing about Grumbling Fur other than somebody who recommended it to me when it sounds like a cross between sort of Depeche Mode, early Brian Eno, and I think there's a bit of Coil in there as well, um, all of whom I really like. And I really like that. I thought it was a really weird kind of pagan, like, thing you might hear before you're ritually sacrificed kind of record, um, which appealed to me. Long faces all round. It has to be said in the studio for the old grumbling for. I feel like this is going to be something I hear at Glastonbury and don't want to hear at Glastonbury. Wow. That's six in the morning. Now that there might will be, be robes and maybe bongos. Yeah, yeah, robes might be involved. I don't yeah. have bongos. Um, sort I don't know. Of, no, I'm sure no, I heard okay. a couple there. Um, not for you then. Not for me. Not for you, Kieran. This is something that I would usually hate, but I actually really liked it. Really? Uh, what did you like about it? Um, I really want to know if you're going to stick this on your iPod. Because <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine not, you walking around. Uh, not really iPod. Not like jogging music. Just but sitting on the top of the bus. Do you know what it is? Um, oh, this is so tokenistic to say, but it, it's because there's this bit where there's like this female vocal and it's like you can, and it's really faint and you can hear it over all the other musical stuff that's going on and it sounds a little bit like Punjabi folk music. Cause she's there you like, go, no, that's, that's a perfectly valid you know, reason for, for like, digging it. Oh, Okay. In the in the background, and I quite liked it. So you can kind of ignore all that like chanting rubbish on and whatever, <laughs> and you, and that's really nice. And I like that you can hear actually with the with the men all the vocals that are really strained. I really like that because I thought I thought it was quite isn't? an accessible piece of music. The, the music that gets played at uh, the, the outer church is. Uh, is not that accessible. I mean, you know, it, 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 it's very, very good. It's a very well-curated club, but it's definitely not that accessible. And I was quite surprised at how sort of poppy, I suppose, I thought this was. Um, what do you think would happen if we gave them some of the drugs that ASAP Rocky and Danny Brown... Some Kush. <laughs> some, some Kush, some Adderall. 
and some blueberry pills. I don't know. I don't know. I've, I've no idea what any of those things do to you, to be honest with you. Me so, neither. Um, I'm just... Yeah. Make it more technicolour. This feels very grey, doesn't it? I think it? it's meant to feel feel sort of grey, quite ritualistic. I, I, I thought it was good. I, I really enjoyed it. Um, Grumbling for Tilda Holds a Sword and Lilies is out on the forthcoming compilation uh, or on Front and Follow Records. Um, that singles club, you can find details on how to hear all today's tracks on the Music Weekly blog. <laughs> And that's it, a shorter podcast than usual, but many more to come this week. You'll be sick. Frankly, by Monday morning, you'll be absolutely sick of the fucking sound of us people. So, um, you know, make the most of it. <laughs> make the most of the shorter podcast. Um, thanks to Rebecca for coming in. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Um, thanks to Kieran, of course. Um, we're about to pack up our bags and head to Glastonbury. We're back on Saturday with a review of day one more programs on Sunday and Monday so make sure you subscribe to the podcast to hear them all and remember you can have your say anytime at guardian.co.uk forward slash music weekly to play us out this week here's Marlian singer Rocky Atreore who will be opening Glastonbury this year this is Carmoon K or Darling what can I do for you from a session recorded this month from The Guardian bye bye
more great downloads, go to guardian.co.uk forward slash audio.